0: Well hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Discover New Music podcast from us at Full Pelt Music. Shortly we will be chatting with No You who we featured on our Discover New Music playlist over on Spotify recently with their single The Way You See Me. But before then the usual mind is from myself. If you would please do follow us on social media. We're on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally if you would please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button wherever you're watching or listening. Well, welcome, Connor, from Know You to the Discover New Music podcast. We're absolutely delighted to have you on.
1: How are you this fine evening? I'm doing marvellously well. Thank you very much. How are you?
0: Obviously, yeah, delighted to be chatting with you, Connor, because obviously we featured your single, The Way You See Me, over on our Discover New Music playlist on Spotify. Hence, we brought you onto the podcast today to have a chat about it. Uh, And we'll do so in just a moment. But uh, regular listeners will know that we start every podcast with exactly the same feature, because obviously it's a podcast um, designed for people that aren't necessarily familiar with the bands that they've listened to on the playlist. So we call it The Origin Story, um, and it's just a familiarisation with, you know, where the bands come from. So talk to us about, you know, the origin story of Know You. How did the bands come together?
1: Um, the band Know You started sort of uh, as, like, songs that I was writing and um, I'd recently come out of another band that had uh, disbanded and stuff like that. And um, I th- eventually I had a few songs and decided that I want to sort of get my mates together and see if we could uh, play them live. Um, so the band members are a sort of culmination of uh, people I've been in bands with in the past. And um, we, we all just met up and it uh, kind of worked out and we're still doing it three years later. So it's a good yeah. sign.
0: Yeah, you, you obviously came together uh, in 2019, I believe, which obviously is probably not yes. the, the best year for a lot of bands to have formed <laughs> with what obviously is followed. Um, but you've made out the other side and you've got new music to show for it. Um, so yeah, let's have a little chat about um, The Way You See Me. So obviously your most recent single that you've put out as a band. Um, we've obviously really enjoyed it. Listeners, listening you do need to check it out on the, uh, on the playlist. Um so what can you tell us about that song how did that song come together for you you know what what are the origins of that song what are the meanings of the song just tell us the story of the way you see me
1: um well right and wise I sort of uh uh occasionally try and lock myself up in our practice room and just churn out songs in there so that was one of the songs that I sort of did on my own uh so yeah the way you see me is just uh, it comes from the perspective of someone who's maybe not so great, someone who's made some mistakes in the past and sort of thing. And um, and long-lost relationships with people you didn't think you would uh, meet again and stuff like that. And how have you both changed or how, how have you changed as a group and how will things progress in the future? Um, I don't know. Time has a funny way of, of dealing with things and I think... Uh, we all change whether it's for better or for worse and I try to talk a little bit about that in the way you see me.
0: Yeah yeah we all do change uh, but we're also quite averse to change you know which is which is quite funny Um, but yeah it's obviously a relatable um, subject which always helps you know listeners I think engage with the music Um, and you know it's a really engaging song uh, which obviously again listeners hopefully have listened to on the on the playlist um oh, and nice. also obviously there's, there's a video that listeners can check out as well um obviously on all the usual uh video streaming platforms uh, such as youtube uh, and we'll stick the link in the um bio of this episode as well so listeners obviously check that one out so what can you tell us uh, connor about the production of the video um for the single
1: oh the video was a it was a very good laugh actually um yeah joey our guitarist uh, came up with the idea that he wanted the camera to sort of spin round. Um he originally wanted loads of other people um to be like playing the song, not just us. Um but we, we couldn't really pull it off. We don't really have very many friends. So <laughs> but um so we ended up just uh ourselves spinning the video and playing different instruments and swapping clothes and stuff. And it was a really good laugh to film. It turned out all right, I think. Um it, did, it was yeah. A, yeah it was a good laugh.
0: Yeah, it does work really well, and listeners do need to check it out. And yeah, you know, it's um, I vaguely remember seeing another video um, with a similar sort of concept uh, quite a while back. Um, and uh, it was actually a, a band that I you know I discussed it with on the podcast. And they said, yeah, the person stood in the middle, um, actually had to stand there and sort of rotate themselves around to do it. And obviously, you know, the it was tricky because you get dizzy, you know, and they wanted to do it in one take. You know, I'm, I'm guessing yours wasn't one take. Um, but it, yeah, what sort of challenges did it present
1: to you? Um, no, it wasn't one take, yeah. but, um, <laughs> it was on a sort of a motorized gimbal. So that in theory, the camera was to spin starting in the exact same place and rotating at the same speed for the full song and ending in the same place. But we realized about halfway into the shoot that the camera wasn't actually doing that. Um, so... None of us said the guy who did the video, Isaac. uh, He's a great guy. He managed to pull it together, but um, there were some some scary moments where it was like, (laughs) "Oh God, are we going to be able to use this?" Like, but I know it. It turned out all right. It it looks pretty seamless, I think. It it
0: does. Yeah, no, definitely. The producer did a a really good job with it. Um, So we we touched on you know the band forming in twenty nineteen. Obviously, this song coming together in about twenty twenty one and obviously coming out and seeing the light of day this year. Um, How was it for you as a band, the recording process, you know, for this song and obviously coming out of the pandemic, you know, what sort of challenges did you face uh, when you were putting this song down on record?
1: Um, The main challenge was actually just uh, sort of recording it. Like I've always sort of recorded myself and um, made demos and stuff. And in the past I've released stuff that I've mixed before, but this was, this single and the EP that follows it were gonna be the first project that I've really um mixed myself and fully produced myself. Um so yeah that that was quite hard to do and it was quite frustrating. Um, but I sort of got there in the end and it was good to like get the lads on it and like record drums and stuff for the first time which is something I've never done before. Um and then just Weeks and weeks of tireless late nights trying to make it sound as good as I could and getting fed up with it and (laughs) starting it again and getting fed up with it again. But uh, yeah, eventually you've just got to give up and say, this is the final product, I'm going to release it.
0: Yeah, uh, and it's interesting you make that comment because I have spoken over the last year or so to bands that have recorded during... The pandemic and they've ended up you know because of the um the way that bands you know need to release these days and have like a proper um structure behind you know the uh the press and how, how they go about it obviously they've had to sit on songs for for quite a long time some bands up to you know a couple of years from you yeah, know recording it to putting it out um and a lot of the musicians i've spoken to have said they found it really hard not to go back to that song and just keep tinkering with it and obviously you kind of alluded to that there is obviously that's something that you've a little bit with
1: yeah, definitely the the longer something sits on your computer or on your hard drive the the more sick of it you get. Yeah. Um in an ideal world we want to write music, record it and then release it that night, you know what I mean? Um so I do understand the struggle of uh sitting on things. I've done it a lot in the past and it's uh it's not great, but it has to be done. And by the time it's released it's uh it's it's kind of not yours anymore, so yeah. you you don't have to worry about it
0: yeah no true and yeah certainly uh agree with that you know i i i think you know music is you know kind of a, a song is a living entity anyway because obviously you play with it live and everything but yeah you do need to have that um cut off point where you say right enough's enough um and that kind of leads us on to obviously the recording of your EP that you just spoke about. So um the EP is called This Game We Started and it's out on September the 16th. Um so obviously listeners definitely need to check that out. Um what can you tell us, you know, about the recording of it and what should fans expect from that EP when it arrives?
1: Well, I'd like to say it was a long time coming, but it's the idea of doing an EP was something we only really thought about earlier this year. We'd released a, a song or two earlier in the year and we were like, oh, we want to do more. Let's let's do an EP sort of thing. We originally wanted to be like seven tracks long or something. It ended up being five um, and the track listing changed all the time. But eventually we managed to get five songs that we were happy with um, to then sort of record and beef up a bit and, just make them sound as nice as possible, and there's quite a quite some different uh, sort of genres on there. You've got like there's like an acoustic-y, poppy one, and we've got like a fuzzy uh, sort of like rocky uh, one, if you could call it that. I'm not sure, and then there's some pop punky stuff. There's some synthy stuff. Um, there's a little bit of heavy stuff, Um something for everyone really. Yeah, I'm looking forward to people listening to it.
0: Yeah, certainly an eclectic mix, you know, from just reeling off the genres there that yeah, listeners could expect. Is that a, a conscious decision on on the band's part? You know, are you are you, or, or are you still kind of finding your sound, as it were?
1: Um, that's a tough one. I think we kind of just these days we kind of just do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it's the only way to do it. Um, you just you've just got to sort of write songs, and if you think, oh yeah, I like it, so long as it's not like ridiculously different we couldn't be going and doing Scar songs or, or whatever you know <laughs> what i mean but um yeah we we just it is kind of a con- conscious decision to not repeat ourselves musically
0: yeah so um obviously these days the you know reaction uh from, from the audience is in instantaneous when you put new music out there obviously gone are the days of waiting for magazine reviews or live <laughs> show reactions etc cetera, etc cetera, because we've got social media now um, so, obviously, since you put The Way You See Me out there, how have you found the, the reaction to it from your uh, your audience?
1: It's been really positive, actually. Um, the, the last couple of years we've been putting out music, it's been sometimes hit and miss. You don't know if people are really going to be bothered. Um, and that can be sometimes very disheartening yeah. when you're an artist and you work so hard for something and you release it and no one really seems to care. Um, but this one's been really, really positive. Um, Loads of people have reached out and and said how much they like it. And more people seem to be listening to it by the day. And uh, we played a show in our hometown the other day. Like, we don't normally headline because we wouldn't... I, I wouldn't say we were the kind of band to headline it yet. And, but we did and we sold it out. And there was people singing the words to that song. And it just goes to show, like, if you keep cracking on, like, people will... Sort of pay attention eventually.
0: Yeah, and that must be you know that that response of seeing people sing the song back to you uh, at a live show must be vindication for all that hard work that you put in.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh,
0: excellent. Well, yeah, that brings us nicely on because we're going to talk about the, the live side of the industry next. Um, and yes, you um, are you know a band from the the, the northeast. Um, yeah, you you said you played your, your show in your hometown, which is Sunderland. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, so um, how, how was it, you know, playing that headline show? You know, what, what sort of nerves did you have going into that?
1: It was it was really good. It's a venue we've played quite a few times before. It's probably, like, one of the only really good venues to play in Sunderland. I don't know if you've ever been, but... Um... <laughs> well,
0: you, you might want to cut the podcast off in a second because I'm actually a Newcastle supporter, but... Um...
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not wrong with Newcastle.
0: <laughs> good, good.
1: Um, um, yeah, it, there wasn't so many nerves because we, we've been there a lot. But, you know, it is different when it's sort of your gig and people are coming to see you, not just you supporting someone else. So it was a bit nerve-wracking. Um, but we, we had a lot of support from from a lot of people we knew. And it, it it was positive. It was a really great night.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does sound it. And obviously, you've played a few shows over the last year or so since you know live music's been allowed to happen again. Um and you've got some more coming up. You've got a headline show in Newcastle uh in September. And also you've got a another show in Sunderland where you'll be uh playing with the future heads, obviously. Yeah, you know, one of the most well known bands to to come from that area uh, over the last couple of decades. Um yeah, you know, what sort of live act are you? How would you describe yourself for listeners? Hmm.
1: Um live wise we 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 just try to do the songs. As much justice as we can, really, and um just sort of bring them a bit more energy. Some of them we speed them up, some of them we um make them feel a bit heavier. Um yeah, we just try and go sort of balls to the wall with it all and um just and have a good laugh doing it, you know what I mean? Try not to struggle too much and we do practice very hard um compared to some people I know. Some people say, God, you practice a lot, don't you? But I don't know, we just we like to be tight and <laughs> Uh, we like to do it well and yeah. you know the more the more you practice the easier it is to to do it well and the more you can focus on just enjoying yourself while you're there
0: <laughs> yeah and I guess yeah there's obviously a sense of pro- professional pride in it as well you know you, you want to um, be the best that you can be absolutely yeah um, and what does the future hold for you from from the live side obviously we, you, we know you've got an EP coming out um, in a couple of weeks time um, will there be more shows in the future and obviously for, for fans that aren't in the great Northeast, you know, um, have you got the plans to you know, try and get around the country at some point?
1: We certainly hope so. We would love to. Um, it's just a case of getting the gigs at the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm sure we will, we will get out at some point and we'd absolutely love to do it. Um, it will happen. We're really going to try and hammer it for the rest of the year and try and get out as far out as we can, as often as we can
0: yeah excellent and obviously listeners i recommend head along to one of the shows so you can check the band out Uh, the best way to stay up to date with bands these days we've already touched on it is of course social media um so for, for people listening i've got the handles uh for the band ready which actually you've done something that i love and you've managed to get the same handle across the uh all of the, the main sites <laughs> so you've on instagram facebook and twitter at no so no you yeah. music without the i in the you um so obviously listeners that's where you need to go um, to follow the band to see obviously what's coming up live and obviously to keep up to date with this game we started when it comes out on September the 16th. Um to, to finish off our live you know discussion, we always have the, the final big portion of the podcast as uh, what we call set list science. Um and this, you know, I'm a bit of a, a set list geek, you know, so I really you know right. like to to see what kind of responses we get here. Um it, it, the, the question really is. Um, How much importance do you place into the structure of a set list? And have you got any rules that you tend to follow?
1: Um, Yeah, I I do have a couple of rules. um, And I think about it a lot. Um, I usually sort of um, organise them all myself and uh, do the interludes for them and stuff. I always think you need to start with two uh, bangers, two upbeat bangers. And then the third song is sort of a flex slot where you can either carry on the energy or you can bring it down a bit. And obviously the last slot needs to be something well-known, something that people are going to remember when they walk out the door.
0: And do you, you know, tend to go on a show-by-show basis or, or are you the sort of band that kind of stick to to a, a set list for you know, a certain portion
1: of your, your careers? Um, we have a... Th- few different sets at the moment we've got sort of like a um we have a set which is just the ep which we're playing like next week um which is quite short but uh then we have a headline set which which is like the ep in between two um sort of blocks of older songs and then we have another set which is just a few songs from the ep and then a few older songs uh, sort of mixed up together
0: and um, obviously, you know, when you're playing these shows and you're moving along, do you tend to, you know, try and pay a bit of attention to the audience uh, reactions, you know, to particular songs or particular particular portions of the set list? And do you, you know, look to uh, evolve the set list based on those reactions? Is that something you you do?
1: I do notice people's reactions sometimes, but it's when you're in the moment, it's, it's sometimes hard to gauge what people are thinking. But um. I do notice sometimes which ones people really prefer. Um but sometimes you'll go to a gig and you think you know what they want and mm. you're totally wrong. Yeah. Um it's it's a funny one and the one that you hated the most or the one that you don't enjoy is the one everyone loves. Um it's weird like that. So you never really know what you're gonna get when you play a gig. No,
0: no, definitely not. Um, But, you know, the the more you play, obviously, you know, as you said, with the, you know, we talked about the professional pride and obviously the the routine of practice and the practice and obviously, you know, um, being match fit is like a football team would call it to go back to our football, you know, a little chat there. Um, Yeah, it's something that I think is really important to bands. And, you know, when you are playing with bands such as obviously the future heads coming up. Um, yeah, you know, are you looking at what they're doing and, and looking to learn lessons from, from these more experienced
1: bands? Oh yeah, definitely at gigs and stuff. It's uh, it's always good to watch someone who's like really mastered the craft, you know what I mean? Um I'm a real gear nerd as well. I love to know what, what equipment people are using. So <laughs> um yeah, I really enjoy um learning from other bands that we'll play with.
0: Yeah, no, that's fantastic to hear and, yeah, I think it is really important for for bands coming through to do that and there's a chat I've had with a few bands, you know, um, and I I think, yeah, it's, it's obviously... You know, it's great to to hear it. Um, So obviously, yeah, listeners um, definitely need to follow the band, as we said, on social media, because you've got the shows coming up, you've got the EP coming out. And in case you missed it, listeners, know you M-S-C across Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Um, We've really enjoyed, uh, obviously, the single, uh, Connor, The Way You See Me. Make sure you check that out on our playlist. Uh, And of course, it's streaming on all the normal sites as well um thank you for giving me your time what would be your final message for the listeners today
1: um if you've chosen to listen uh thank you so much i hope you're not disappointed and there's plenty more to come
0: yeah definitely um excellent well well, thank you connor and obviously listeners make sure you uh check out the ep when it comes out um thank you again for joining us
1: thanks very much paul
0: well thank you everyone for listening i really do hope you enjoyed that chat there we know you Make sure you follow the band on social media to keep up to date with everything coming from them. And of course, please do remember to follow Full Pelt on social media as well. We are on Facebook at Full Pelt and on Twitter and Instagram at Full Pelt Music. And finally, if you would, please do hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, wherever you're watching or listening. And we will be back very soon for another episode of the Discover New Music Podcast.